When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot button internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. They play music. Good morning, this is Bennett Kelly, and welcome to another edition of Cyber Law and Business Report, and this is one of our favorite shows, our year-end Heroes and Zeros show, where we recount um, the top heroes and zeros of the year, and um, so we are broadcasting live as usual from the Internet Law Center here in downtown Santa Monica in the heart of Silicon Beach. We're thrilled to be joined by our Judges from last year, the esteemed panel that includes, um, let's start alphabetically going with Brenda Christensen, who is CEO of Stellar Public Relations and has been on this show countless times. And um, also with us is Denise Howell, who um, actually graduated law school the same year I did, which we're, we're going to lie about what year that was. But um, she... <laughs> Since 2016, she has hosted This Week in Law and invented the word blog, um, which sounds like a saying blog with a Boston accent. And then finally, 2016, it was 2006. Yeah, 2006. I I was reading 2006. I don't know what I said. And then finally, um, we have Dan Tynan, um, who's also been on this show countless times. He is the former editor chief of Yahoo Tech and now a freelancer working with a number of um, publications, including The Guardian. Um, so pleased to have all of you. Thank you for joining us. And um, so the name of the game is Heroes and Zeros. And um, so why don't we start on the positive side since it's uh, it's been somewhat of a dark year. Um, I, I offer my first hero, and by the way, there um, we have show notes about the... Uh, the heroes that I've nominated, as well as the background on our guest at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com. So my hero of the year was the uh, the Parkland student activists. Here was uh, here was a group of kids who were determined to change the narrative to um, you know thoughts and prayers and get active online, and was able to within a matter of you know less than six weeks from the tragic events at Parkland have one of the largest rallies uh, in American history. And uh, I just think they've been um, an example for all of us of what can be done. 
you know, but both using all forms of media, including online media. Your thoughts? I'll jump um, in. I, um, undeniable heroes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, my top hero is Christine Blasey Ford. Definitely. For enduring that horrible, uh, I can't say it on radio show. Um, <clears throat> I think you can. All of us. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Awesome. Well, now you're in trouble. Um, and of course, the zero is the U.S. Senate's Judiciary Committee um, for not allow, not only allowing a sexual predator on the highest court in the land, but also ruining beer for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's weigh which of those two offenses is worse. Um, uh, Denise? Uh, sticking with the Supreme Court theme, I'll nominate the majority in the Carpenter versus U.S. decision, Yes, uh, which would be Chief Justice John Roberts and Associate Justices Ginsburg, Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan. And of course, that was the um, decision that decided that the third party doctrine would apply to telephone communications. that it that the one that did apply to telephone communications could not be applied to cell phone technology and uh, found the government had to get a warrant in order to access historical cell phone records. And that's a reasonable decision. Mm-hmm. And then what about on the, the dark side? Did oh, you on go, the, to, go to the dark side. Go to the dark side? Well, I, okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna, um, raise one that is not like our primary dark side candidate of the year okay. um, just because we know we're going to talk about Facebook. Sure. But, bef- but before we do, um, I'd like to nominate um, Sleazy Influence Marketing Ooh. and Sleazy Ooh. Influence Marketers, which really seem to have come into their own this year. I think there's a hero counterpart to this. I think you can be an influence marketer and actually be the kind of uh, person that people uh, can get valuable information from, that this may be exactly how we want to interact with quote-unquote influencers, that if we evaluate them and find them trustworthy and we think that they're good at um, doing reviews of things that we might not want to take the time or have the expertise to figure out how something works and we trust them and then we want to buy the thing. I think that's all great. And those people are heroes, but the ones that aren't heroes, there've been a couple of stories in the news lately that sort of illustrate how low uh, this business model has sunk. Um, That not only uh, are there influencers who partner up with brands to shill the brand um, and are supposed to be advising people under FTC guidelines of that partnership and financial uh, relationship. They're, they're sort of not great at doing that. Um, but uh, as Wired Magazine reported, or do we say Wired Magazine anymore? As Wired reported recently, <laughs> um, there are now influencers who will take money from a company's competitor in order to shred a company's product. Wow. Yeah. So um, that kind of practice, I think, is a real zero. And there are also, and this is hilarious, there's an article in The Atlantic this week about influencers who pretend to have partnerships with brands that they don't actually have in order to bolster their own clout. So, you know, oh, 
uh, hashtag sponsored by Prada. Wow. <laughs> when Prada wants absolutely nothing to do with this person. So um, look for the trade libel lawsuits to come on that one. Is that like the Duck Dynasty? They, they say sponsored by Prada? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I haven't watched in a while. Um, I've never watched. <laughs> um, Brenda, you're a bat. Hero and zero. I, I have a repeat hero, and more this year than ever, journalists worldwide are my yeah. heroes. Um, I think it goes without saying um, that a Time lot of magazine heroes, calls them the guardians. That's right. Um, it goes without saying that um, journalism is a very dangerous business these days. Um, many journalists have lost their lives representing um truth and freedom and um so they're my number one and uh, my repeat and maybe i was a bit of a prognosticator last year for 2018 for a hero um but journalists have always been my heroes but especially this year and then then they are not the enemy of the people i think we're we're <laughs> no. that is clear well some people maybe that's true what, what about your zero on my zero i have another repeat and I will go there. Facebook. Um, just when you thought really? they couldn't. Get- <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> just when you thought they couldn't get any more demonic, um, they they never cease to uh, amaze and surprise. Uh, there's just so many reasons. Um, I think maybe this would be a good um, jump off point to talk about Zuckerberg and how long he's going to last. I remember we were pretty good at predicting Travis. Travis's size (laughs) at Uber, but uh, I'm wondering if Zuckerberg's even going to survive this. So, but they're definitely my repeat zero Facebook. I mean, to go to your question, I mean, he is the largest shareholder. I think the way it's set up is very hard for him to be removed. Um, I think, although if there was a plummeting of shares and, and, you know, speaking of prognosticating or maybe trendsetters, I don't know if you saw the news. Walt Mossberger is leaving yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I just saw that um, one of the MSNBC anchors announced she's leaving Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Jill Darty, who a former ABC White House correspondent who I, you know, I've followed on Facebook, you know, she announced that she's leaving. And um, you know, if that trickle becomes uh, – and, and I forgot to mention, earlier in the year, Dan Tynan left Facebook. In fact, we had a show they're on – yeah, we, we following me. <laughs> we we called we called it fix it, <laughs> right? Fix it. <laughs> the, the, the Facebook exit, and right. uh, and so um, if that becomes if you see more of that, then I think you know, and that's going to hit Facebook's bottom line, and there may be pressure for someone to fall. Now there was Kara Swisher made an interesting point, and by the way, she's one of my heroes um, for her role I think in exposing what's going on. And, kind of trying to set a moral compass for Silicon Valley. But um, she noticed a lot of people were trying to push out, um, you know, why am I blanking on her name? Um, Lean forward. um, Cheryl Sandberg. Lean in. Cheryl Sandberg, yeah. Lean in, Cheryl Sandberg. Um, But no one was asking for Zuckerberg to resign. And it seems like, okay, we're in trouble. Let's ditch the woman. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because she's especially tarred with the opposition research That's true. scandal, where they were actively um, doing opposition research not only on social critics and journalists, but senators, members of the Senate Intelligence Committee. 
and then plus the the whole anti-Semitic, you know, and uh, the whole George Soros anti-Semitic yeah. thing. Yeah. So that's that's why Cheryl's getting mo- most of the heat. But uh, I agree with you. I think both Bergs got to go. And you know, both um, Bergs. Both Bergs. <laughs> <laughs> Denise. Um, I think you raise a really interesting point, Bennett, about Fexit. And I think there's a corollary point we shouldn't lose sight of that maybe we could call fade uh, as people decide they're just not going to use the service anymore. Maybe they won't take the time to delete their account and make a big public huzzah about it. Maybe they won't take the time to delete the data that's already been shared you know how many ways from Sunday, right. uh, but maybe they just—they're just not there anymore. They're not liking. They're not sharing. They're not posting. They're not using the service, and the service can't survive without them. And I think there's a huge swath of people doing that. Yeah, I, I actually I got a comment from someone today this morning about that—that that he's really posting or reviewing for a number of reasons. One of them was privacy, but part of it, well, other was just the content he just found depressing. Mm-hmm. But, um, Dan, why did you choose Fexit versus Faith? Versus, oh, Faith, well, you know, um, it is their data. It is our data that they, they live and breathe on. That is right. the oxygen for Facebook. And so I wanted to remove my data uh, from the service. Okay. I mean, that was the primary uh, reason for, for doing it when I did it, which was last March. Um but unfortunately, you know, we're hearing a lot about, you know, high profile people leaving Facebook, but they're all Americans or mostly Americans. And Facebook has stopped growing in the United States. Right? Its growth is all in the, in, you know, in the developing world. Uh, and so they pretty much hit a shelf. Like tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and other in DDT. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I don't know how much they care about losing American users at this point, as long as they're growing in India and Brazil and all of those countries. Interesting. Yeah. Now, we were, we were talking offline. That I, I was uh, I gave the BBC a soundbite. I said, Facebook is the um, Trump foundation of data. And uh, although you said uh, you believe that it was more like the um, Trump University. But it's, uh, it's troubling. So how many of you would say Facebook is your number one zero of the year? Yeah, it's, it's number one for me. Me too. Yeah. Authored that. Wow. Um, so I, you know, I find a hard time making Facebook number one when there's actually someone out there who's killed somebody. And, right. Well, uh, yeah, we saw your so, list. Yeah. And, and so that, you know, that for me, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's kind of it's a high threshold to beat Facebook. <laughs> but, I, I don't uh, know that you can say that Facebook hasn't. That's, that's true. going to say, true. as far as we know. <laughs> what's, that, um, what's that whole meme? So and so raped and murdered someone in 2002. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's true, but he's never denied it. Um, the, that was the meme. It was from Bob Saget. It was from when his roast. And then um, someone noticed that's how Glenn Beck reports, and so they actually oh. bought the domain. Glenn Beck raped and murdered someone in 2002. And uh, he actually brought a, um, a UDRP proceeding to get the thing back and lost. Um, wow. And so, yeah, uh, Mark, I don't know if any of you know Mark Randaza. He mm-hmm. defended the company, and uh, we had him on to talk about that. But So anyway, I'm getting away from raping and murdering and people in 2002. Someone actually did it in 2018, or at least the murdering part, and that was Mohammed bin Salman, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. And in addition to, you know, killing uh, a journalist Khashoggi, he also uh, to 
imprisoned and tortured women activists um, right on the eve of liberalizing their um, draconian laws prohibiting uh, women driving. Uh, in addition, we've had we had a show earlier in the year where we had the lawyer for Rafe Badawi, who has been in prison now for several years and was um, he was sentenced to ten years in prison and a, a thousand lashes um, for uh, you know basically just blogging fairly moderate stuff. And uh, and this year I actually got to meet his wife. Um, she was honored at the Los Angeles Press Club. Um, well, she accepted his. Um, his um, Daniel Pearl Award, and yeah, I, I think it's a big issue you know, for both you know online freedom and and you know journalistic freedom, and uh, to to think that someone can get away with this and feel no repercussions, it's just shocking. Definitely. Well, I I definitely agree with you. Although I have to say, I'm looking at your list, and you have a scooter come ahead of Facebook as well. Well, after that, it's alphabetical. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh, okay. I just have the heroes, and then everything. You know, the top ones are. Then after that, it's it's yeah, strictly alphabetical. But um, we're gonna take a break in a couple of minutes. Yeah. But first, just very briefly on Bird. Does it? Is anyone find Bird annoying? I mean, part of it is that it's they follow my my big beef is one. Okay, they are annoying those little scooters. But two, mm-hmm. I mean, but I particularly fault Bird because that whole Silicon Valley ethos, move fast yeah. and break things. Well, it's, it's different when you, you're talking about people's safety. And yeah. there are a lot of people getting seriously hurt. Bird didn't do very little um, in terms of educating people on the dangers and you know how you're supposed to use these things and the proper rules of the road. And so you see all these people driving the wrong side of the road without a helmet. And um, so... I, in addition, Bird famously they launched without even getting a business license. They figured, okay, we can ask yeah. forgiveness, or we can, you know, we can and get market penetration, or we can do it the regular way. And and who knows, someone might beat us to it. And so they paid, you know, a three hundred thousand dollar criminal fine for launching without a license. So that's why I got there. I just think okay. you know, that whole ethos when you're putting people's safety at at risk, that that deserves it. So. Um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back. We'll have more of this year's Heroes and Zeros from our August panel of judges, although it is December. So we'll be back after these messages. You're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report only at webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Welcome to... Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back, and we're doing our annual Heroes and Zeros show. And we have with us our August panel of Brenda Christian, Denise Howell, and Dan Tynan. And uh, so um, Dan was just jabbing me about including uh, a bird scooter company on my zero list, and we just explained why. But um, Can I add so- another reason why you might Please want do, to? Uh, I mean, we have uh, all the various reasons why uh, – dockless scooters and bikes are annoying and flaunting local regulations and causing safety concerns, et cetera. But had you thought about the data angle? No, I have not. Well, actually, part of the the model that's going on right now with them getting um, permitted in Santa Monica is the city gets to collect the data, see the data so they can use it for, you know, planning purposes. Right. And, and and what you can do, you know, when somebody's credit card is being swiped and their identity is being connected up to one of these devices, uh, then the company and the city and whoever else they're sharing the data with can track you as you move around in the world. Um, so that is a lucrative part, I think, of why they're getting uh, all the buckets of venture money that are being thrown at these firms. I mean, it's hard and, to believe it has a $2 billion valuation. Yeah. I mean, so, amazing. But yeah, that, obviously that's the angle. Yep. So um, let's go back to heroes. And who wants to offer a hero next? Uh, I'll offer one. Uh, I have uh, two heroes that maybe you whose names you wouldn't recognize. Matt Rivets and Nandini Jami. Okay. They are the founders of Sleeping Giants. And Sleeping Giants is a Twitter account that has organized massive advertiser boycotts of Breitbart, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, and a bunch of other people who say and do terrible things. That's interesting. I've not, let me check them out. Um, yeah. and, and Tucker Carlson right now, it doesn't seem like it's a boycott. It just sounds like if people, if the advertiser just said enough. The advertisers say enough because Sleeping Giants, what their purpose is, is they alert advertising companies who are using programmatic ads and don't know they are supporting these heinous people because it's all being done by algorithms. Interesting. So they do screen caps of the ads, these companies' ads, on these sites, and they get those companies they, to And they let them ad. know. Oh, I yes. see. 
Now, Ben Silver, he's he's got under uh, quite a Twitter storm last night for defending Tucker Carlson in, in a, a strange. He said, "I agree that a lot of what Tucker Carlson's content is is racist or borderline racist, but I'm, he's uncomfortable with advertisers you know, being getting to choose what voices we hear." And uh, and then Twitter just came down on him. Huh. Um, I mean. I don't think that's accurate. I mean, advertisers don't choose what voices we hear. Um, advertisers choose who to give money to. Right. You know, and it's up to them whether they want to take money or not, whether they need money or not. And it's also, you know, they have a choice about who, what, what, how they want to manage their brand. And do they want exactly. their brand associated with some guy who's saying these awful things about immigrants or um, or other people. It's funny, we had um, Bill Press on the show. Uh, we interviewed him on his two books that are out now. And you know, he used to do Crossfire with Tucker Carlson. And he says he still sees Tucker once a month, but he just, he just they can't talk politics. Uh, he has <laughs> no idea what happened, whether it was just a commercial decision or some residual effect of taking off the bow tie. But, <laughs> but you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the blood all drained from his brain. And that must, have been, the that must have been it. That must have been it. But um, so, uh, any other heroes? How about uh, a twofer? Creative Commons and the public domain. Ah. Yes. Uh, Creative Commons was 16 years old this year. And uh, as of January 1st of 2019, uh, this will be the first year that works will enter the public domain uh, that were authored by copyright holders in the United States since 1923. So tens of thousands of new works will enter the public domain starting on uh, 2019. And for those who are wondering why was there such a long gap from 1996 to, um, to January 1st, 2019, it's because 1996 is when the Copyright Act was updated to extend the term of copyright yet further, uh, the Mickey life. Mouse protection Congress law, Sonny yes, Bono. and that was Sonny Bono, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and what's interesting, so one of the works that's going to be come out is the the Charleston. Mm-hmm. The uh, dance. So, yes, so you'll be hearing that a lot more, or maybe not. It's- Ho- hopefully, Fortnite will knock it off for a skin. <laughs> <laughs> But then nobody will be able to sue because it's in the public domain. Exactly. <laughs> bring it, but it, it, they'll bring it back. Um, any other heroes? That's a good choice, Denise. Or sorry, not a skin, an emote. I got my Fort, Fortnite terminology uh, bunged up there. Brenda, a hero? I have a very unlikely hero that is potentially game-changing worldwide, economically, socially, politically, um, is quite unlikely. And our last show I I felt was a bit too clean. So one of my heroes um, this year is uh, the new male contraception gel. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that that could be a huge game-changer socially, politically, um, economically, um, this has been a long time in the making. Um, no pun intended. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, Denise. We were, I mean, see, I'm sorry, Brenda. We already what? talked about the Trump Foundation, so we maxed out. On, <laughs> we, we maxed out on penises. But, yeah, um, so, you know, this kind of uh, this is this is quite quite a a major scientific breakthrough. And I'm just trying to visualize where you spread it. I, you know, I saw a headline that said, <laughs> "Can you guess where you rub it on?" Gee, I'm trying to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, all chuckling aside, I suppose a lot of people use a lubricant, and if it were also sort of serving that purpose, it could and flavor sort of seamlessly integrate into what folks are already doing. <laughs> so, what is what is the success rate? It's in trials right now, but um, mm. soon soon to be um, released into the wild. <laughs> I just remember there was a, I think it was called Parenthood or something. There was a, a movie where um, Hugh Grant and um, gets, um, I'm forgetting the actress's name, pregnant. And, uh, you know, she said, I took the pill and it's 98% effective. And Hugh Grant just screams, goes, they should advertise that it's 2% bloody ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So this is a, a real game changer for, um, you know, developing nations, yes. um, you know, a lot of the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation, you know, dealing with a lot of the issues in mm-hmm. Africa, yeah, population, all of that. So, But if, if you have the hurdles in the developing world for using condoms, why would uh, you know, applying a cream be any different? If they, they, if they don't feel they have to put a condom on, why would they feel they have to use this lubricant? It feels better. Maybe. This, so, you were, this, you were this babies. Is where, this is where I toss it over to Dan. Yeah. Well, Brenda, my question is, would you consider this an up-and-coming technology? <laughs> oh, we went there. Nice. We went, okay, someone, nice. quick, someone quick rescue. Okay, I'll jump in uh, with a, a, a couple of heroes. So we um, seconding Brenda's comments about heroes being journalists, I actually had two journalists in particular, or three, I should say three, on my list, and one was Kashmir Hill, who regularly, she's been on the show, but she's regularly been exposing um, serious privacy breaches and invasions, and been been on Facebook for years, and as well, and Kara Swisher for kind of being a, a moral compass in, in tech and for the role she played, and finally, uh, a Robert Ellis Smith, who um, published Privacy Journal and had been on the show a number of times, and uh, who unfortunately passed away this um, August, and uh, I happened to be back in Rhode Island when his funeral occurred, so I was able to go. But um, but Robert Ellis Smith was interesting. He actually, when he left Harvard, um, was one of the founding editors of the um, the Southern Courier which was a pro-civil rights newspaper in Montgomery, Alabama in 1965. Wow. And uh, just the, the courage to do that, just amazing. So um, those are my, and, and speaking of courage, another hero is, you know, I include her, she's a friend, but um, she's one of the people who came forward to, to talk about Les Moonves and how it ruined her, he ruined her career when he, uh, he denied her, and she denied his advances, and that's Phyllis Gottlieb. Um, she was actually spoke publicly on all three networks, and uh, you know now we've seen the consequences with less movies um, not uh, getting his uh, severance sent, which I think is a good result. And one other person I'd like to highlight when I think we may want to have a discussion about is Lena Khan. 
she was the Yale law student that really sought through her article on you know Amazon and a trust and uh, the Amazon and a trust paradox really refocused uh, the or reignited the debate over the, the application of antitrust laws to big tech and I don't know if any of you guys have thoughts on that Apparently not. <laughs> okay. Denise, the lawyer, she should step in. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so closing up, and one of the person, one of the hero I had was California, uh, for its defense of net neutrality and and for its privacy law. Even though it maybe have some flaws, at least it, it has re- reignited a debate about privacy, which has been dormant for years. And for that, I give credit. And I also included George Conway. Uh, there are a number of Republicans, I think, who have had the guts to say, this is wrong, this is who we are, this isn't who we are in this age of Trump. But uh, you know, none has risked more than George Conway, and whose wife is counselor to the president, and his uh, very vocal uh, opposition to you know, Trump's threats to the rule of law. And so I included him as a hero as well. Awesome. Yep. We would so I, we would be remiss. Sorry, Dan. No, uh, we would be remiss, I think. And it's it's sort of I'm having the same um, cognitive dissonance about uh, why we haven't thrown this in already, uh, as I did when you opened with the Parkland students. Bennett is it's just been a year that has thrown so much at us it, that it's almost hard to keep track of what actually happened this True. year. But yeah. hashtag me too. I mean, how could we not sure. mention? Sure. Although that was that was a hero last year. Okay. And although mm-hmm. I mean, there obviously the the residual effects <laughs> were, were throughout the year. Yes. But yeah. I, I that 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 really started last year, but still, right. it's an important moment. And yeah. In and it was an educational moment. I mean, for as a man, seeing people, how many women I knew, published that they had been harassed at the workplace. Mm-hmm. And it just, you saw in your own community how many victims there were, and you realized, uh, you know, how hard it was. Now, I, I just, I, there is some backlash I'm hearing, and, and one guy who's not very, a colleague who's not very in tune to these issues said that now men are not including women when they go out drinking because, you know, they're afraid what might happen. <laughs> And my wife whispered to me and says, well, now you know how women have felt all this time. Mm-hmm. Right. The the Mike Pence problem. I don't exactly. know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose since we made it a hero last year, I'm certainly not willing to make it a zero. I think there are people who would who say that it's like your friends say that it, it's gone too far and that it's subject to abuse. Um, and certainly that's something to keep an eye on but it's much better to have these issues out in the open than not but i think you know in to kind of second what you're saying you, things beget things and uh, and you can quote me on that one no but um <laughs> to, to say it more articulately we we would not have you know me too it will actually back up you know, first there was that woman at Uber, whose name is escaping me, who um, had that blog post on Medium about mm-hmm. all the harassment she encountered. And then you, you had, right after that, you had Me Too. And then Me Too leads to all these other things. And, you know, would you have Christine Blasey Ford without Me mm-hmm. Too? Right. And, and so, you know, it, it is an ongoing movement and it, it creates its own its own steam. 
Right. I guess uh, we could we could give a nod to all the women who just got elected to congressional and Senate seats in November as well. It's amazing. And I just saw the state of Nevada became the first legislature, I think, in the history of the U.S. to be majority female. Wow. Yeah. Does that include the dead guy they elected? <laughs> no, he's male. <laughs> he's definitely male, but yeah. Are you still male when you're dead? I mean, do you still have I a gender? Think so. I, think so. <laughs> I don't think anyone notices, but yeah, I think you're still male. So, all right. So, I, I think we covered the the uh, the heroes. Although I do have one of the two other heroes quickly to throw out. Um, one is Brad Smith, and it seems unlikely I would name a Microsoft CEO. But he, his push for a digital Geneva Convention did bear some fruit this year in a, a number of um, companies signing on that they, you know, they would not participate in um, hacking of you know, key uh, infrastructure. And then it led to uh, you know, an accord uh, in Paris following uh, the 100th anniversary of World War I. So I gave him credit for that. And then finally, uh, a guest, a, a frequent guest on this show or, or is Cameron Carey, someone I know. And I, I actually, he was reflecting on Twitter about how learning when George H.W. Bush died and seeing how he frequently wrote notes to people and that how it was somehow a lost art and that the lesson he was drawing from George H.W. Bush is the, the part death was that you know to return to sending you know notes individual handwritten notes to people that that has power and and so being the the snark the snark that i am i i replied um he says on twitter dot 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 and <laughs> um and cameron taught me a lesson in leading by example and and traditional new england values by sending me a handwritten note to tell me that <laughs> <laughs> to tell me that he appreciated that comment, and um, and then input dot dot dot. So um, I, I included him on the heroes, and then I sent him a handwritten note um, thanking him for his comments and including the blog post that where he's listed as a hero. So Cameron, if you're listening, uh, thank you very much. <laughs> dot dot dot. So um, now let's go to the dark side. We have lots of zeros. Um, I put up my list, which includes a whole host of people from agit pie to squirrels and Donald Trump. But um, who <laughs> wants to explain squirrel? squirrels? Um, I'm curious about squirrels, but uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, yeah. You mentioned California is a hero. One of my zeros is the country of China. And certainly there are plenty of reasons. But the one I'm picking is for implementing a social credit score. Yes, Have you heard about scary. this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically clout for citizens. So uh, your behavior, as recorded by the millions of surveillance cameras and all your activity online and everything else you do, will give you a score that will determine your access to whether you can get a job, whether your kids can go to the right school, um, your ability to travel, even your ranking on dating sites. And if you violate the laws about your dog, they'll take your dog away. Wow. That is a Black Mirror episode. It is literally a Black Mirror episode, and now it's becoming real. It is. And can I add a note of of levity to uh, this uh, non-happy topic? (laughs) Um, But that is that uh, an unintended consequence of 
this system is, uh, and all the facial recognition that goes into it is yeah. there was a CEO in China whose face was on the side of a bus, right. and it was uh, correctly identified as her, but incorrectly um, identified. Uh, identified her as being out in the middle of the street where she shouldn't have been, and she was falsely accused of jaywalking. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's an interesting concept. I did see that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but any other zeros? Um, my zero this year is Elon Musk. Um, I thought of including Isn't him. he a repeat? Yeah, I think he is a repeat. He, he might be in the Hall of Fame of zeros um, up there with Travis. Um Anyone who thinks it's a good idea to build a tunnel in Los Angeles is completely insane. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just leave it there. Um, You know, not to mention my dad worked on the space program for NASA. And when he took a toke on that doobie, um, I knew that NASA (laughs) would be coming down hard on him. And sure enough, they did. So. Well, also, don't forget he was calling uh, people involved in rescuing those Thai kids oh, who were yeah. stuck in the cave, ah, pedos. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that, and then, of course, his uh, contempt for the SEC, and, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm going to take the company public, I mean, private, um, right. trust me on this, and then, yeah. you know, he gets mad when he gets, he gets caught. And also, too, all the employees at... Um, his company, Tesla. Bad practices, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's very similar to what's going on with Amazon right now, you know, working conditions and, um, yep, so he's uh, uh, another, I I have all repeat zeros this year except for male contraception, Joe. Any votes for Verizon for throttling the firefighters or Alex Jones Mm. or Mm. no one for Sesta or Fosta? Uh, Sesta and Fosta for sure and Verizon. So, I, I'm and I'm not going to put Alex Jones in any other column. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his own column. He does he? Does. Did it's you Did like you see you... the reviews just came in this morning for the first trips through the Loop Tunnel in LA? The ex, you know experimental yeah. portion of it. Oh. Uh, the reviews are just in this morning. Laura <laughs> Nelson at the LA Times. Um, says that, again, this was just a test, as Musk points out, uh, but um, that apparently it rolled along on two molded concrete shelves, which were so uneven in places it felt like riding on a dirt road. So they are literally uh, ironing out the bumps. And there was something today on one of the, what is it, the Model S? Is that supposed to be the affordable Tesla that's only like $50,000? That um, it exploded or something while tra- or caught fire while driving trying to change tire Oop, hadn't heard there's that one just, there's yeah. just so much great stuff happening out of tesla and elon musk we could spend a whole another hour just on elon alone he is I mean, he definitely is a, a character and then i don't know if you saw a 60 minutes interview he talked about his dark childhood Although I, I've known people from South Africa, and they said that one of the effects of South Af- of apartheid was the you know, the repression was actually uh, felt at home. That there were high instances of child abuse and child sexual abuse, mm. you know, in, in white families. And uh, and I had a, a friend of mine; he married a South African woman, and she was just saying how you know, there were high rates of suicides in college. 
know, because they, they, they finally get free from their family and now they're dealing, trying to come to terms with everything that happened. And, and so maybe, you know, Elon Musk is just a, a, a residual effect of whatever, you know, screwed up society existed during the, you know, during the apartheid era. Yeah. And I think he's also a good example of how we're putting people and things in boxes as heroes or zeros here, but they tend to, you know, life is more nuanced than that. And I don't know that you can necessarily uh, put Elon in one bucket or another. And No, true that. I mean, yeah. he, um, obviously. He will always be a hero to me for putting Starman into orbit. <laughs> and, and, you know, and obviously he, he achieved something, you know, reusable rockets and Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Tesla has has been inventive, and he's left it in the public domain for people to use. And so, you know, for that he deserves credit. So um, we gotta take our last break, um, but when we come back. We'll be wrapping up uh, one final time and uh, send you off for the new year. After these messages, you're listening to the Cyberlaw Business Report only at WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyberlaw and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. (laughs) WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back, and this is Bennett Kelly, and we have our August panel of guests, um, Brenda Christensen, Denise Howell, and Dan Tiny. And for once again, we've been doing our annual Heroes and Zeros Award. And uh, we've gone through a number of Heroes and Zeros. And this might be a good time to mention that um, after eight years of doing this, this may be our last live broadcast. Um, and uh, we still haven't made a final decision. Uh, I, you know, officially, we're taking a couple months off, and we'll decide whether or not to do a ninth season. But uh, I want to thank our guests, uh, those here and all those over the years who've been very generous with their time and their insights. And uh, I want to thank our Brasco, our producer, uh, our station owners, Brandy and uh, Darren Babin, and our advertisers, and of course our listeners. It's been a pleasure to talk to you each week over these last eight years. So as we wrap up, um, I don't know if you have any further thoughts or maybe predictions on people to watch out for next year or 
are you having done this for eight years? I mean, our very first show was about privacy, and when the FTC was just for, focused on privacy, and it's, it's privacy. And, and 2011 was an interesting year. You had Arab Spring. It was somewhat maybe a hopeful time. And I guess, are you more hopeful, or are you do you see the glass half full or half empty these days? And looking at what's going on in the internet. So those are four questions you can answer either. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that in a deposition, but, you know. <laughs> well, you're supposed to ask questions that you want know, the answers to as a lawyer, right? That's, That's the rule. true. That's right? true. Yeah. So, um, well, I am, my, I have never been confused with an optimist. Um, for me, the glass is not only half empty, it's also cracked, and there's water in it, and I ordered vodka. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. So... So I don't. I do see more of the same in, in terms of internet and in particular privacy. I think it's great that we're learning more about, you know, how companies like Facebook aren't actually following their own rules, let right. alone rules other people set off for them. Um, but I do think we're just at the beginning of unraveling the mass of fake accounts and trolls and very organized, very sophisticated propaganda campaigns that are waging across every single social network. And I think for the next two years, we're going to be unspooling that ball. And it's a, it's a pretty big ball. Well, I'll be a slightly more optimistic. Uh, my glass has vodka in it. Let's put it that way. At <laughs> 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 10 in the morning. No, it doesn't. Um, but but here's what I'll have to say. First of all, uh, Bennett, congratulations on eight seasons of this wonderful show. That's fantastic. Much. Um, I've been doing my show for 12 years and paying attention to these issues for longer than that. And I, the optimistic note I can sound is I feel like uh, your average consumer of online services is more informed about these issues now than they've ever been. They're more canny about these issues now that they've ever been. The generation of kids growing up today uh, it's almost in their DNA. They almost don't have to think about it. They know they don't share things and they block themselves from getting tracked. And that's not just to keep themselves safe from their parents' prying eyes. So so I do think that we're undergoing a cultural shift about um, what sort of cultural norms are okay around data and privacy. And, and I was going to make most of Congress a zero on this show for their treatment of Sundar Pichai and Mark Zuckerberg when they got their mitts on them uh, and their failure to ask really hard and important questions. Uh, but um, the fact that Congress knows this is an issue at all is, is progress. So I'll leave you also, yeah, I had uh, Bob Goodlatte as a zero for partly because he had a role in um, Fosta and Sesta, but also for his ridiculous hearings where he had diamond and silk on and was going off about bias in social media. So, but yeah, so I agree with you on that. Brenda? Um, I like predictions. I'm going to make a prediction. Um, I predict that Kylie Jenner will be leader of the free world <laughs> next year. She isn't already? <laughs> You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, she was just named to Forbes' list of America's wealthiest celebrities. Um, she's close to the billion mark with a B. And how old is she? Uh, I think she's 21 now, isn't she? She's uh, she's actually a full-blown adult now. So pretty much um, the in, 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 uh, Chronologically, anyway. Huh. But, um, yeah, that's my prediction. 
uh, we're all going to be subject to um, Kylie's uh, whims. Yes, she's 21. So to give only, you a- only if she overcomes the Pepsi scandal, right? Uh, That's that true. Yeah. That was her sister. Oh, that was her sister. Oh, okay. Oh, Kylie. I was thinking Kendall. Oh, yes, no, I was Kylie, thinking Kylie, 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 yeah. Yeah, Kylie, um, $900 million. Um, wow. Yeah. To, give you, to give you a sense of the world as it used to be, I was the best man at a wedding, your, your typical Nigerian-German wedding outside Berlin. And um, my, my friend was someone I knew from uh, D.C. And after I moved to L.A., um, with his very thick um, German accent, yeah. Nigerian accent, he would just leave these voicemails saying, dude, you know, uh, California. <laughs> and I, I just knew right away I'd done something terribly wrong. And so as, as the best man at his wedding, I, I, I explained to the, and there was a friend who was translating to the Germans. I explained that I'm the reason why he sounds like a Nigerian Kardashian. And all the Americans liked the joke, but the, my translator just stopped and said, Kardashian? <laughs> and my first reaction was, bless your heart. You, know, yeah. you don't know. That's great. But, you know, that would never happen today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I have a couple things that give me hope. Okay, let's hear them. Keith Richards and Paul McCartney. My God, <laughs> Keith, it's, it's Keith Richards' birth, 75th birthday this week. Yes, yesterday, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, both these guys are putting out new albums. Paul McCartney put it out last year and or this year, and Richards is coming out next year. So I mean, um, McCartney's you know, latest stuff has been mostly crap, but Keith Richards is yeah. that sounds promising. McCartney actually has a pretty good song. Really? Yes. Out, believe it or not. Yes. Believe That's it or not. Hard. Yes. Yeah. Van Morrison has a new album out too. I just saw him live and in concert, and he is still going strong. Wow. Yay for old guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm most, I'm most impressed with Keith Richards' um, recent interview where he stated he had finally stopped drinking alcohol and could not discern a difference at all between drinking alcohol and now that he stopped. So that that can go so many directions. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say anything about drugs. He just he just stopped alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But, um, can't tell so- a difference. No, can't tell a difference. So I think, you know, in terms of where I'm at, I think, I don't know if I am, I would say I see the glasses half empty. Um, I, I see a lot of people con- very concerned, um, you know, when the, the founder of the World Wide Web is alarmed at, at what he created. You know, that, that's a bad sign. And I, I don't see, uh, this year, I think 2019 will be a test. You know, if, as we address privacy and whether or not we will have a federal privacy bill, it's a test about whether we can actually get our arms around what has happened here and, and provide protections or whether or not consumers will respond. But I, I do think it's a test. And I, you know, that's what I've tried to cover these eight years here is, you know, to try to bring up these issues. And increasingly, you know, they've been... Um, made me more alarmed. I, I think I'm less of an optimist about where the internet's going than I was when we first started. And so, but one thing I, I am an optimist about is the the people who are involved. There are a lot of bright people out there, like yourselves, who are trying to get the word out and doing great jobs and uh, keeping people informed. And there's a lot of passion out there, and um, I definitely value that. And uh, so I want to thank all of you for your insights today and over the last eight years. And um, let's hope for a happy and healthy 
holiday season and a prosperous new year ahead and uh who knows maybe we'll be talking about a new ceo of facebook hopefully and uh um there'll be zeros and heroes uh, heroes and zeros ahead and uh let's hope um let's hope for the best in the year ahead and thank you everyone um may, may or may not be talking to you again but it's been a pleasure to talk to you every week for eight years Thank so you, long, everyone. This is um, check out our blog at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com, and as always, check out the Internet Law Center at internetlawcenter.net. We're a full service firm in Santa Monica. Denise, you want to give a plug for your show? Uh, the Twit Network, twit.tv, and the show I do there is called This Week in Law. And guess what? It's weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> so everyone, uh, very happy holidays and uh, happy New Year to everyone. Thanks again. This is Ben and Kelly signing off. Bye bye. Hi all. Bye baby. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.